0: That's just it. It's uh, it.
1: Olson's a Swedish name, yeah. and uh, and uh, I I I coined that a long long time ago, well over 20 years ago, and and I just it's uh, you know I'm 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 Swedish. I'm a piper, so
0: yeah. Have you ever um I've got a I've got a friend John Charles who who's a piper. I think he started on Highland pipes. He he also he plays a lot of small pipes these days, but he just barely like a week or so ago bought himself a set of Swedish bagpipes. Swedish. Yeah. Yeah, you ever looking at those?
1: No, no. I've never yeah. heard of Swedish bagpipes.
0: Oh yeah, man. They make some they make some cool music for sure. Yeah, there's some uh in fact, it's interesting that like in some of the sort of small pipe groups that that, that you're in around, in, I, I've in the last couple of years, I've come across some Welsh songs that work well on Scottish small pipes. That always ha- they they sound so cool. There's something special about Welsh melodies. I don't know. I've never never met a n- I've never met a Welsh song I didn't like. But a yeah. few a few Swedish pipe players have pointed out like, oh, I could have sworn that was a Swedish tune. So like, I wonder if there's some sort of Some sort of idiomatic similarity between Welsh music and Swedish music. I don't know.
1: I have no clue. Yeah, me neither. I I I definitely don't know it well enough to have any idea. This is the first I've ever heard that Swedes had bagpipes. Well, you're you're
0: like made for it, dude. You're like you're like you you're already the (laughs) Swedish bagpiper, so it's perfect.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. I just like I have to look into that. Yeah, (laughs) man, man. Now, now I'm
0: thinking about it too. Actually, have you heard of this guy Timothy Cummings? makes really great bagpipe music he uh he i think he's working uh, on an album with a nickel harpa player so i wonder I, didn't, I hadn't even thought of it before but i wonder if he pulls swedish bagpipes into that somehow i guess uh, we'll see they've got yeah. a they've got an album on the horizon i wonder if that'll That'll be something. Anyway, yeah, this wasn't all going to be about Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about yourself, first oh, of all. Where, yeah. where, where where, where did you grow up, Ted? Did you grow up here in Utah I, where I am? Or? Yes, yes. Yeah. I grew up in Bountiful. In Bountiful, huh? And
1: I live in Centerville now. and um,
0: North Utah. That's, yeah. That's the part. See, I grew up down in South Utah County. So I guess kind of the middle of Utah, but in so many ways feels like Southern Utah, because until you get pretty far south, it's like just tiny towns you know
1: right right yeah so yeah I I uh, spent pretty much my whole life in this area yeah Um, and um, uh, I get you know as far as piping goes um, it's all Andrew Morrill's fault
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. How many people in the world do you think could say something like that? It's yeah. all Andrew Morrill's yeah. fault. It's, it's all it's, it's all
1: Andrew Morrill's fault. Uh, Andrew and I went to high school together. Oh god. Gotcha. Uh, in fact, we even dated the same girl. Hey. <laughs> hey. And uh and and I think that's how we in fact that's how we met.
0: Okay, now hang on I, a sec, Ted. I wasn't expecting an opportunity this early, but if I may, right. sure. I've I've got an excerpt from this lovely uh Uh, essay that you wrote I'm gonna if, if it doesn't bother you it's just a paragraph I'm gonna read it and then I want you to tell me about the 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 events around that it's based on right oh yeah sure so here's what it says it says I tried it once years ago while playing the trumpet in high school with the whole high school band watching, a friend of mine who a decade later would teach me the pipes, opened a bagpipe music book to Scotland the Brave and set it before me on a music stand in front of almost every no sorry in front of almost every note was a group of grace notes hanging there like a bunch of grapes in most clusters. there were three notes, many had four or five. I made it through about eight measures of music before giving up. sight reading it on the trumpet was like driving a minivan over a boulder field. My friend looked at me blankly and said well that sort of sounds like it was that andrew was that andrew (laughs) moral is that the is that is that what was going on there yeah yeah
1: that's andrew it was i it's i can remember like it was yesterday um uh it's just yeah i i never seen music like that before i I mean I, i played the trumpet all through you know junior high and high school and and uh and then it was it was toward the end of the year um uh, our senior year of high school, and uh, and the band director wanted Andrew to come in and you know kind of demonstrate the pipes, and mm. and and then he said, "Hey, Ted, come on down here and take a look at this music." And, and 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 we were friends anyway, so I went down there and looked at this, yeah. and I thought, like holy, holy cow!" And and what I played on the trumpet sounded nothing like Scotland, the brave. Yeah. I mean, it was just, I mean, like I said, it was just a big minefield and, and, um, and I remember Andrew looking at me just kind of like, well, yeah, all right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) uh, that sort of sounds like it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was, that was Andrew moral. He, yeah, we, uh, I, I mean I like the backpipes anyway. Sure. You know, but when yeah. I when we became friends at our senior year of high school, it kinda you know I kinda got into it a little bit. Fact in in fact, now that you mention it, it's um and you, this may it, it's been forty five years to the day that I went to my first school. School to festival. the day. Really yes. wow, yes. look at that. In, in uh um it was 1978 yeah and uh june 17th which was a saturday mm-hmm. 1978 uh i went to my my, script, my first scottish festival
0: yeah look at that and, yeah. and
1: and and that's a week from today yeah
0: yeah
1: and so we've got we've got um it's it's exactly 45 years and i would only know that because i wrote it in my journal mhm mhm so i uh,
0: i don't feel like ted i don't feel like having dated the same girl always turns into the two guys being good friends so what it's how kind of how, funny. how did that happen
1: well i <laughs> uh, it's this girl that i had known for years um, i dated her a little bit in my senior year of high school we mm-hmm. were and we were good friends and um, I don't remember how it happened, but I, it, I kind of just moved on and, but we were still friends, this girl and I, and, mm-hmm. and, um, I remember sitting by her in, during a school musical, which was uh carnival. Oh yeah. And, and Andrew was in it. Andrew was a about in <laughs> <laughs> in carnival, and he was really funny.
0: I thought you just meant like uh, I see. I know. I guess because of the context of the animated movie Dumbo, I know what a roustabout used to be. But for a moment there, I just was imagining like more like a, a rowdy young man rather than a roustabout. Yeah. And I thought you were just yeah. saying Andrew was that in general. I see. He was you, no, no. He was no, playing a roustabout in in the yeah. play. Okay. <laughs>
1: and 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 he and he was funny. Yeah. And I was sitting by this young woman. And she started laughing and she really liked and I and I pointed I think I pointed him out to her or something and the rest is history. And <laughs> did you ever um, regret that? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No, I didn't. Uh, um and I can't I can't really put my finger on exactly when we started hanging out, but we just did. Yeah. And and um and so that after we graduated that in June, on June seventeenth, uh, I went to the Scottish Festival. It was up yeah. up at Westminster, mm. and um, and Andrew took two first places uh, in in competition. Yeah, and and um, and, and so uh, it was kind of you know I I was kind of like um, for a while uh, the band groupie. Um, over the years, I, um, the next, I would, you know, I, I'd see him at the parades and, and I, I went to a couple of more Scottish festivals and stuff, mm. but it was in 19, in 1988, 19, um, summer of 1988, I think, uh, I was at a funeral that the Utah Pipe Band had played at and, um, Andrew and I were talking. And he said, "You know, you ought to you got to join our band. Mm-hmm. You could you could be a tenor drummer." And I thought, "Well, oh, okay. You know, there was kind of, musically speaking, I wasn't in any band. You know, I, I'd been playing my trumpet, but I yeah. uh, I wasn't in any band, and so there was kind of a hole. And um, and so I thought, yeah, yeah, well, okay.' And so I I started tenor drumming, and um, that was kind of fun and and I but I would go to band practice and uh watch these guys sit around the table with their practice chanters mm-hmm. and I was watching their fingers and I'm thinking that's fascinating mm-hmm. I could do, I could do that and so I got myself a practice chanter and and started taking lessons from Andrew.
0: Was there was there like lingering curiosity about that fateful day in band class where like was it like a desire mm-hmm. to crack the code of those bunch of groups <laughs> as it were? No,
1: not really. I yeah. mean, that was I didn't even really think about it then. And it, and of course then I had no clue whatsoever back in 1978 I had no clue that I would ever do this. Mm-hmm. And uh it just kind of it just kind of happened. And um and so I started taking lessons from Andrew, and around 1991, um, I got my first set of pipes. Hmm. In fact, in fact, and we like to joke around. It, it my pipes arrived about a week or two before my second daughter did. Oh, really? And my <laughs> wife couldn't tell which one I was more. Which excited one you loved by. more? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so it kind of took off from there and um and I've been so it's been some 32 years or so yeah uh since I've started piping
0: hmm. yeah. and 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 still still going today you still playing with Andrew there at uh, Washington district
1: yeah 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 we're still I'm I'm in the grade 4 band I, and I will probably always be in the grade 4 band and that's fine um uh and yeah we're we're still we're still playing. What well, What was and, the?
0: Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I'm. Uh, th- yeah, we're we're just it's we're just plugging along. You know.
0: Yeah. How did How did you first get it with the trumpet in the first place? Was you was yours a musical household as a child? Did you have siblings who had played? So there was a trumpet laying around. So that was the only no, path. Or? No. No.
1: Uh, um. I. My, my brother, my older sister, my older brother and I were required to take piano lessons.
0: Ah, uh, like so many of us. It's a very relatable experience. Yeah, yes. yeah.
1: And so I took four years of piano in grade school. hmm And then my dad said, okay, well, do you want to play anything else? And I thought I was going to be a drummer. Mm. And my dad was a drummer. And, but here's the deal. Uh. It was a flash of inspiration on his part, and he suggested the trumpet mm. and uh, and I thought, well okay yeah i mean that's that's that sounds cool and and um
0: had the Uh, had the trumpet been like a cool instrument in your experience up to that point or was it kind of more like, well, that's a marching band thing. And I guess I'll do, I I mean, I guess when I say cool instrument, I just mean like, were you casually listening to trumpet music already? I
1: I, I was casually listening to jazz. Yeah. gotcha. I, I mean, and, and to marching and and other music. My Mm -hmm. dad, I was raised on the Mills brothers and the Ames brothers Mm -hmm. and a few uh, folk singers, you know, my dad listened to these Mm -hmm. and, um, and uh, so I, I wasn't really that versed in jazz, but I I was familiar with it, and and um, and there were a few other guys in my neighborhood who were trumpet players too, mm-hmm. and so we all went down to the junior high school band together, and uh, and um, I was taught by uh, a man by the name of Dan Rich. Uh, who was phenomenal.
0: Mhm.
1: Just just a phenomenal uh teacher. And uh and um I t th- the trumpet and I just took off. Yeah. It, it's it was uh um yeah, I learned a lot and I it 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 was a I was a trumpet player. I was known through junior high and high school and uh as the trumpet player. Yeah. And um so it's been it's been kind of um you know torn between two lovers thing nope, and I yeah. and and a lot of my friends know about that it, it's um uh when I started playing the bagpipes uh, my trumpet was in, up in the closet you know on the shelf and um and uh I spent much more time with the pipes but then I would pull my horn down and play a little bit you know every few months and,
0: uh, just, just wait long enough for your lips to get weak. So when yeah. you hold it down again, you yeah. feel bad about yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, and, um, it was, it was always one of those, you know, tug here, tug there type of things. And, and now that I'm retired, I have more time for both. And I've, 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 I've been playing my trumpet more also, Yeah, but it's still, you know, kind of a battle.
0: Did you yeah. ever hear? Um, there's a band called Brother out of Australia that uses bagpipes quite a bit. They have a song called Mister Maintenance that puts together this really great trumpet solo with some bagpipes. Oh no! It's, it's no, so I'm, good. It's yeah. Worth, yeah worth worth looking up on the internet. Mister M- Maintenance by the Mr. band Brother. Yeah. Mister Maintenance. Yeah, it's so great. It's just great. Just awesome. both the yeah. trumpet the the bagpipe playing is really impressive and the trumpet's lovely and they go together real nicely.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, that's great. I'll have to check that out
0: i I feel like very uh I feel that I can relate very much to your experience thus far as Ted just because my my trajectory was also required piano lessons, then trumpet and then bagpipes and through through throughout my life since then, it's been like this. well, I'm spending a lot of time on bagpipes, but I sure miss playing the trumpet. I wonder if I could find a way to play trumpet more. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) uh, especially when you find a pipe band, it's kind of, I don't know. In my experience anyway, it's hard to find a similar kind of thing for trumpet, you know, like a community group to go play. with. Well, no,
1: there are community groups and I've played with lately. I played with one and uh, they're they're If you look, they're, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty in Utah County. Gotta be right. And and uh, there are several in, in in Salt Lake County and
0: and Davis County. Have you been getting together? So, is it like a big band kind of thing, or like a like a park gazebo kind of group that you're playing? It, yeah, or? it's a
1: it's a concert. I mean, the one I've been playing with is mm-hmm. a concert band, yeah. and uh, they play you know some really interesting concert band pieces, mm-hmm. college level pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, these are and. Um, uh so I bet I've I've been doing that too. Mhm. And uh so it's kind of striking a balance. So you're either practicing for these these concert band performances or you're practicing for your pipe band competition. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know uh,
0: it's keep keeping you busy through retirement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does your yeah. does your daughter still to this day wonder which one dad loves more? <laughs> like <laughs> Well my you know, my
1: kids grew up, uh really with their dad playing just the pipes they yeah. never really saw me in a band with the trumpet and oh
0: i i just meant like uh does she wonder why you don't visit more often because you're so busy getting ready oh, for, <laughs> for oh, other stuff with your pipes n- no they no
1: they're all they're all good with that yeah, yeah they, they're <laughs> i make time when i have to yeah. so I, it, yeah yeah it's it's uh it, we're we're a musical household my my wife's a clarinetist both my daughters mm. are, are vocalists uh, one's trained in opera uh, oh wow yeah and um uh and then the, of course i'm a trumpet player and a, and a bagpiper
0: well what about writing because i mean reading through that essay it was uh, it was a delight to read so it was obvious that you were somebody who enjoyed writing because somebody who somebody who enjoys writing is going to write in a lovely way. You know what I mean?
1: Well, well, funny. You should mention that. (laughs) Yeah. I made my life. I made my career as a writer Mm. uh, um, and uh, as a, as a copywriter. And um, so, yeah. And I still do write. I, have you know, I, I and I edit. I, is is that know.
0: something that also existed from childhood? Like just yes. as early as you were yes. playing trumpet, yes. you were also yes. writing. I've, yes,
1: I've always written um, something. Yeah, you know, usually short stories. Um, and so I've always been writing. I've and and it's been you know I've always wanted to be you know I wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to be a psychologist. Mm-hmm. I want to be a marine biologist. I want to be a truck driver. You know, and uh, but in, but I've always, but I've always been a writer,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so, um, that's just the way it is. Yeah, and uh, and so it's it's either writing or music. So so in spite um, of making
0: a career of it, you still love it. That didn't kill the that didn't kill the beauty of it for you. Uh,
1: it's different. You know, mm. I don't I don't do. Much copywriting anymore. It's more, um, it's more uh, fiction. And yeah. Short stories and and um, novels.
0: Do you feel like and you're so, kind of a um, oh I don't know like Chronicles of Mars kind of guy or more of a like Pat McManus kind of guy?
1: Oh, well, Patrick McManus was great, and yeah. w- and one of my early bosses in my career loved Patrick McManus. Yeah. And t- and turned me on to Patrick McManus, and then my brother had several books of Patrick McManus that are now mine mm. and and that guy is hilarious. Oh yeah, I mean, so he was great. I mean yeah.
0: um I aspire to be like an old man storyteller for yeah. my good, like just like him, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 He, he 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 was really good. No, I it's it's more um short story uh uh and um Literary fiction, I mm-hmm. guess, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I guess if I were to name some of my favorite authors, um, Herman Woke, uh, David Gooderson, uh, Snow Falling on Cedars, um, uh, oh, well, you, now that you ask me, they, they all drop out of my Naturally, mind. yeah. Uh, Char- no, Charles, Charles right. Frazier, mm-hmm. uh, um, Joseph O'Connor, um, uh you know they they, they there's some there's some really there's some really good ones out there and, and they're all inspiring
0: Ted when you when you as a writer when you read are you the kind of person who like has one book that you're working through until it's done or do you have books just all over the house and in your car and you're just like are you forever in the middle of 11 different books
1: n- n- hardly 11 Mm. no n- hardly any more than two or three mm-hmm. and usually just one mm-hmm. uh if 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 i'm if if i'm writing if i'm reading more than one book probably one of them is a fiction and the other one is probably a craft book mm. that's talking about writing
0: oh interesting
1: you know they're uh yeah
0: how, so how how meta does that get right to be like reading a book that was written about the act of writing things that can be read <laughs> yeah
1: yeah well you you get into that after a while into craft yeah. books and yeah. and to keep up on things and and new thoughts on how how fiction is evolving and stuff like that and and i'm you know i'm I'm no master by any means i should, i shouldn't um i'm still i'm still learning we're all learning
0: well the thing the thing ted i guess like i really enjoyed reading that essay and the thing is like toward the end of it you mentioned this thing where you say um you say i have considered that i might be a better writer if i sold my pipes and right. i could have become a better piper if i just quit writing it simply makes sense to commit to one thing and excel at that in music literature sports stage we've seen the inspiring results of such tremendous focus but i have made people happy with both my piping and my writing if i were to quit either of them there would be fewer such people in my world I'm perfectly willing to waffle in the hopes of making more. And it it feels so relatable. (laughs) Like, I don't think you're the only one. Like, like pipes are a thing that, like, take a lot of time and focus and money. And so I think a lot of us, like, you have to be kind of obsessive in order to get that deep into this hobby anyway. And I suspect that a lot of us have had this experience of being like, I should just sell my bagpipes because I can't. I don't have room for the other things in my life as well, or or burn them or something, you know. And and uh, and so it just felt so relatable to read that, you know. Like, oh well, good. That. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. It it's it's still true, you know. You mm. you just like, um, uh, y- yeah. You 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 have to divide your time up, and mm. and and for me. I structure it now that I have more time. I I have to structure, or else I don't I don't get anything done. Mm-hmm. And um, so there will be times, there will be days when I practice my trumpet. There will be days when I practice my pipes. And uh, and and every morning I I do some kind of editing or writing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and that's just the way my things are things are turning out. Uh,
0: do um, do you do you have strong feelings Ted about um like the mediums for books like I I just I hear people talk about like potential benefits of reading strictly on paper versus an ebook and and then there's the convenience of having something that's on your phone or tablet et cetera. right do you, do you have any yeah. strong feelings about that about like the physical space of of ink well, on paper or anything
1: Yeah I anything. would I'm always preferring a physical book mm. There's something about holding it in your hands and turning pages and mm-hmm. hearing the hearing the paper move mm-hmm. um and and being and for me you know if something hits me in a book whether it's a craft book or fiction or even poetry i um i'll 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 mark it i'll take up a highlighter and mark mm. it and you can do that also with an ebook. Yeah. you know but uh, I just, I, I generally prefer um, uh, a physical book, although I've read e-books yeah. uh, on my iPad. And, and they're, they're, you know, when they're done well and they're formatted well, then they, yeah, they work too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I, re- I generally prefer to have a physical, physical book. So and I wouldn't, I don't think I'd ever... Try to read a book on my iPhone. It's just, it's so just it's like, easy, right? yeah, it's just,
0: yeah, yeah too small. Well that's? It's interesting you mentioned highlighting stuff because, like, I, I don't know, Ted. I, am I'm, I'm not like, uh, I'm a, I, I like reading, but I'm also a very slow reader. So, like, man, I'll tell you what. I have an 11 year old son who I think probably has consumed more pages of reading than I have already, just because he reads like his mother, just consumes books, and I wish I had that, but. In recent years, I don't know where the impulse has come from. I never did this before, but just in the last few years, I've been, I can't read without highlighting. Like just, it, it's like this, uh, it, it's an impulse. It's a, uh, it's a, it's almost a tick. Like I, I need to have something there so I can highlight those parts that stand out to me. And I don't know where that's coming from. And I'm curious, why do you think you do it? You know, do you go back and reference like to to go back and see the parts you liked again to remind yourself of what you loved in that book? Or like, what's the reason for highlighting for you?
1: Well, for me, it's if I in in a book of fiction, if I think something is said profoundly, then it becomes kind of a, you know, yeah, this is something to to live by, Mm. um, or it's just said so well, it's so poetic, you know, and Mm. and I I think poets and you know I don't want to get off topic here, but poets make the best fiction writers. Mm. I really think so, and and um they uh and so when you read something that is so um enlightening that your 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 consciousness is raised up a, a, a notch mm-hmm. that that yeah i i want to i want to remember that and 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 uh, and enjoy it again so I'll, even when i read the book the whole book again in a craft book I'll go through and, and highlight things that, um, that are pertinent to writing. You know, mm-hmm. there's a there's a book here I've got um, uh, that is um, it's it's a thick hardbound book on, on it's a craft book about writing by a guy named George Saunders, uh, um, a swim in the pond in the rain. And I read it a couple of years ago, and I I mean I marked it up right. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going through it because I, 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 in editing and stuff, I come across experiences that remind me of something I read in that book. Mm. And so I go back to that book to reference it. Mm. And so I do that. Yeah, I do that. I do that with a lot of craft books Mm -hmm. on writing. And, and, and I, so I, it's just a part of, if, if, if highlighting, if just marking those things that are meaningful to you, that you can you can use, you mm. know, it's, I, you know, if it's, it's just, it, my brain's not big enough, I guess. <laughs> that <laughs> no. is, that's you know, you just, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a pretty good memory, but I, yeah. f- I just can't recall something right off the top of my head. Yeah. I, I could recall it, oh yeah, it's in this book, I can go find it.
0: I so. feel like, I feel like I've heard or seen something about, um, studies that, like, like the, uh, jazz musicians being put into MRIs, um and asked to like solo uh right or, or pretend to solo right in their mind like they'll listen to a track and like just think of a solo that, that would go over it and just observations about like parts of the brain that light up for language use also relating to uh music And, um, and that's pretty darn vague, you know, I'm not sure where exactly I came across that. So maybe it's, maybe it's all bunk, but, but it does make me wonder, like, do you feel like you maybe see similar things where, where if something is said poetically and beautifully in a work of, of, of literature and that stands out to you and kind of elevates your conscience and I'm not trying to lead you too much here, but I'm just, I'm just kind of curious. Do you, do you ever experience a similar kind of magical moment when playing a song, whether on pipes or trumpet or, or listening to music? Is there a connection for you in that way between language and music? Um, I can't see that
1: there is a there's a there's a connection between mm-hmm. language and music. There is a point of, um, I guess people call it being in the zone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a point where you're. It's like almost an out of body experience when you're performing. When you're writing, uh, when you get when you get to a point in your writing uh, where it's it's everything's coming, you you know uh, the ideas are coming naturally and and everything's flowing, you know it. it you know it's still going to be revised, but you, you you're 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 just you're just moving mm. and. Um, the same thing happens in, in, in music, whether, uh, it, and it happens to me more often in a band, uh, it, although it has happened to me individually too, where you just, you know, you, you're, you're performing, it, you're like one, you're, so, you're so united in your performance, mm. you're like one instrument. Yeah. And, um, and that's what makes playing in a band, whether it's a pipe band or a jazz ensemble, or a uh, concert band, the real. That's what really does it, I mm. think, for me, and I, and I think for many other musicians, is that you 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 hit that point of unity where you're listening to each other, and you're um, feeling, and you're right on. You know you're right on beat. You're I mean everything is nearly perfect, mm. and uh, and and you're, um, uh, and you you and you and you end and it, and you 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 realize everybody realizes that they've just had a really <laughs> really great experience. Yes, absolutely. You yeah. know, um, yeah. I mean I could go on forever on something like that. I've had numerous experiences like that
0: well speaking of experiences another part of your essay that i really liked a lot was when you were talking about playing um i think in southern utah and some deer came out to see you this was something that kind of surprised me uh at at the beginning of your essay you open up with saying something (laughs) like if i'd known the effect that the pipes would have on people and animals and i was like wait and animals what do you mean and animals um and, and you had this lovely moment where you say um let's see uh Let's say you uh, you, you, were, you were playing out there. Oh, and you say you saw some some deer coming out of the juniper trees, and uh, you said they stepped they stepped to within yards of the sandy cliff where I stood and stared at me intently. We were so close that I could see their dark eyes, their twitching ears, and their tongues as they licked their lips. And remember, to the listening audience, you're playing your Highland pipes at this point, and the deer are approaching you like they're pretty loud, right? Yeah. And then you say, we stood there fascinated, I would like to think, by our common presence. Certainly they had seen a human before. I alone was nothing new. It was the sound that captivated them. My imagination ran away with me then. And as, as I played, I saw one of them turn to the other <laughs> and whisper, be careful, Mildred. Don't get too close. We don't want to scare him. <laughs> Which I thought was like so delightful, all on its own. Anyway, there was like something of something of like the Far Side comics to the scene in my head as well. You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, and and I think in that same essay I wrote that a bagpiper in a park is like a deer in the woods.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because people will come up to you, and you you know I, I play in a park near my home, and numerous times people have come up to me. And they stood, they stood a few yards off mm. and watched. Yeah. And uh, and they kind of come up and and start asking questions, you know. And and you get this opportunity to uh, explain
0: the bagpipes. You yeah. Know,
1: and, I, and I and I love it every time I do it because bagpipes, you know, have taken it on the chin so many for so many years. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. So to clear it <laughs> up, and so many, and a lot of people, you know, love them. Yeah, you know, you either love them or you hate them, and and um, but yeah. It, so I like that. I, I, it, it's it's kind of a fun turn that, yeah. He, you be careful, Mildred. We don't <laughs> want to scare him. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's just. <laughs> but it was it was that was a f- that was a, a fun little experience. This was down in in uh, in uh, I would say Capitol Reef. Oh yeah. In southern Utah. outside of Torrey, Utah. Right. And um uh yeah. The the, <laughs> the that it, and there are other experiences, you know, um uh, oh. with, with different animals. T- tell
0: me tell tell us about the peacock. Ah. Tell, tell us about that one. Well that want.
1: was that was uh I, I had been I'd been asked to play for a wedding. Mhm. Up at the restaurant, the Lakai restaurant, and I'm not sure if you're with it. Oh, that's the it. French one, right? Yes, that's uh, it's, it's, all it's, the
0: it's, all the French Club kids from Utah County do, do like an annual trip up there. Yeah, like end of year kind of thing.
1: Yeah, well, it's a beautiful place. I mean, it's just it's just any it's just any ride's dream, really. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, and here you was you had these wonderful kept lawns and flowers and trees and it was a beautiful day and um it was supposed to be a surprise for the groom and so i was supposed to be standing off to the side where people really couldn't see me Mm. and uh and then then i would get the cue from the wedding planner lady and uh, to start playing and so i'm watching this woman i'm standing here you know my my bagpipe is primed with air ready to go. But there's this place had like a dozen or so peacocks. I don't maybe, and they're, they're strutting around the whole, these male peacocks are strutting around the whole place. Mm -hmm. And there's one that's coming right up to me and, and it won't go away. And, and so I'm waiting for my cue and sure enough, I get the cue, the bride starts walking up the aisle and I strike in to play, um, Highland Cathedral
0: Mm, naturally. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and all of a sudden this bird just goes nuts. (laughs) I mean, you know, (laughs) and it's just, it's just going crazy. And it's like, it's like, it's like your fire alarm, your smoke alarm in your house. When one goes off, they all
0: go off. Oh, so four right? of them joined and in, and
1: so huh? the uh, it, it was just like. And were they raising? The were they
0: raising their tail feathers and everything too? Getting all. Um, out? I I I just heard them. I think. Uh, yeah. You know,
1: and I'm watching the bride go up the aisle, and she is like, focused. Mm. You know, nothing. Nothing's gonna mess up her day. And the audience is, they're all, you know, smiling. Because yeah. here I am playing, <laughs> playing, and, you know, being upstaged by a bird, yeah. basically. And, and, uh, yeah, that was.
0: <laughs> it, it's funny because, like, in, in my imagination, I can see it going one way or the other. Like, it, on the one hand, maybe they're, like, threatened by you and they're challenging you. On the other hand, maybe they're just joining in. They love this music and they're yeah. singing along with you. Maybe you know? that's it.
1: Maybe that's it. <laughs>
0: though though it also puts me in the mind of like i don't i think i heard some theorizing that the whaling ship essex when it got sunk that like it might have been partly the the giant whale that attacked it might have been partly confused by somebody who was hammering on the ship at the time and that hammering might have sounded like whale clicks in the water so the the whale that attacked the ship might have thought it was a rival whale you know and i'm just thinking of you with your pipes like maybe your pipes Maybe a peacock's brain isn't all that big, and you know your drone sticking up looks kind of like yeah. a peacock tail. Well, they're they're there like, you go. like, There's competition, exactly—the <laughs> the newest, biggest <laughs> bird on the field—and they're like, "Hang uh, on a second. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, that could have been it. <laughs> that could have been it. Yeah, <laughs> those kind—they're—they're they're fun, you know, in retrospect. Yeah. And, uh, um, but yeah, it, the—the it's—it's interesting to see what effect bagpipes have on on animals. animals yeah
0: so so did did andrew all those years ago when he got you on tenor drum was was he aware of your aspirations to become a drummer before that and that your dad no. had been a drummer and stuff was that player-wise? no
1: no not at all mm-hmm. no no it, um, i yeah it was just kind of a you know hey we need to, we need tenor drummers ted could do it hey we al- we always do need more drummers so yeah, it does make sense yeah. <laughs> and he just he just thought hey yeah you should come be in our band yeah and uh and i did you know and uh it, it's been it's it was a, one of those pivotal you know you don't you don't know it at the time yeah but you know in 30 years on it, it, it was a it was a pivotal time in my life yeah unexpected um,
0: axis mundi thing right rising up out of your your yeah. uh, life timeline there what what about yeah. but have you have you stuck close to or ever gone back to tenor drumming or was it kind of like just for a brief moment and then you got to pipes and you've never looked back?
1: Well, i i i tenor, I was a tenor drummer for about three or four years. Oh, pretty good
0: chunk of time, yeah. with
1: the With the Utah Pipe Band, yeah, and um, and then when I became. Proficient enough on the bike on the bagpipes, then I switched over, and and they had a they had a grade four band that I became a member of, and 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 that and that I've never turned really looked back. I'm um,
0: I've been a like blinders on piper for most of my piping time, so I really don't know much about the drumming side of things. But I have heard like some people talk about like plenty of musicality going on in the midsection. But I've heard some people talk about an era. During which tenor drummers were pure eye candy, and like they would put pillows inside of their drums just in case they accidentally hit a drum. Down. <laughs> right. So, so which were you? Were you allowed to make music, or were you expected to be quiet? It was.
1: It was. Um, I think I was in the transition part. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, we. I remember um, being trained by a guy f- from Canada, and I think he was with either Triumph Street or city of Victoria, mm. a guy named, named Scott Robertson, wonderful drummer. And, um, mm. and he said the tenor drum should, should have a presence. Mm. And the word presence was what I, what, and it wasn't, you shouldn't be bomb, 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 you know, you shouldn't be pounding like, you mm-hmm. know, um, you're dancing around a fire or anything. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it, there should be a just a subtle presence mm-hmm. in there where you, you you the the beats are distinct but they're not overpowering. Yeah. You know, the bass drum is the one you that people have to listen to to right. stay to stay on beat. But the 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 tenor drum has this presence and ha- and does more of an accent or offbeat mm-hmm. type thing, which was always fun, right? right. Yeah, I mean that to do the offbeat kind of stuff and and we were we were starting to do that uh a little more when i was when i was tenor drumming and and then of course plenty of flourishing Mm. and um and uh and then of course but and i know other people feel differently but to me and i'm you know i may take it take it from all kinds of drummers piping is infinitely more enjoyable to me than tenor
0: drumming <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, takes all kinds right <laughs> yeah I, I mean and
1: not to not to you know i i've i've seen wonderful tenor drummers and there are drummers in our band who are great tenor drummers and they're doing their, their job wonderfully mm-hmm. and and they do and they're doing some cool stuff you know as far as the accents and the and the uh the uh uh Oh, the the word escapes me, um, but th- they're doing some great things. Yeah, for sure. And, Absolutely. And uh, but I, but I, I'm yeah. I, and and of course no we all I hope
0: remember. that there will always be plenty of people who find so much like for who for whom tenor drumming or bass drumming or snare drumming is is to them as right. pipe piping is to you. Right. right? That's that's what right. we we hope so that we can continue being a, a pipe band groups.
1: Yeah. <laughs> people. Yeah. It's it's uh it's a it's a it's a necessary part of the band. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I and I had a good time with it, you know. I've um, had some good experiences. Yeah.
0: Now, did you ever um make any attempt to convince your children to join the band? Was that a ever a thing that you no. hoped for? <laughs>
1: no, no. Um I didn't we didn't i never had that influence. Yeah. We we, we <laughs> you were you
0: weren't that important to him. <laughs> no, no, it it
1: it had had if if my Scott, if scottish ancestry had been more prominent maybe that I, mean, then, I huh? you got to go back to the 1500s before you find any scots in it my mind. It was too right?
0: watered down to make another generation, huh? Right. <laughs> and,
1: but if i mean like in, in in Andrew's family and in many other uh, pipe band members families they're they come from strong scottish backgrounds
0: right you only go back to a grandparent at the furthest and you find someone from the other side of the atlantic right yeah, yeah. and so uh
1: perhaps it would have been more um emphasized but it never it, it of course it never was in mine and i wasn't about to um to insist that they 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 do it they took their own musical routes and and it's great because we're all variety you know if we've got a we've got a great little variety in our family mm-hmm. that way
0: you there's something that you put another thing you put in that in that uh in that essay that stood out to me as just being a lovely piece of writing and and again like just felt very relatable yeah i mean this is a piper writing and then a piper reading what that piper wrote and so it makes sense that some things would be resonant Yeah. You know, huh? And I like the fact that that word came to mind because the part that I'm (laughs) thinking of is where you say you're talking about the the drones coming in and you suggest that, you know, those are that's a powerful, strong, loud sound. But it also is kind of like a meditative soul cleansing and purifying sound. And then you say it is the white sound, the unblemished canvas upon which a piper paints an abundance of acoustic images. Lovely, lovely writing. Oh, I, I love you. reading that. It's thank beautiful. So, I'm cu- But I'm curious if, um, you know, there are different things you can focus on with the bagpipes. Do you feel like you have, like, if you had to choose, are you a drone guy or a chanter guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. like What do you love about bagpipes, I guess, really? Well, the,
1: the thing that attracted me to the pipes, of course, was the fingering. Mm. The challenge of the of the articulation. Yeah um, Because I mean it's just so Technical and 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 I have to admit that I I am not Anywhere near you know, I, I mean I'm lucky to do a double cut roll mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, Cleanly right um, I,
0: I'm right there with you. So don't you're in good, yeah, you're, and, and,
1: yeah, and 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 there are so many much more complicated manipulations of fingers mm-hmm. than I uh, than I have pursued, but that's what got me to it. So I guess I'm a chanter guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm, i love I love the melody. You know, I love the melody aspect of it and how the, the 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 grace notes and, and all these other manipulations uh, embellish the the melody. Yeah. Uh, uh, but at the same time. You love to hear a great para- a great set of drones, for sure. Yeah, and and uh, and I will whenever I start playing or practicing, I will play my drones for thirty or forty seconds before I do anything
0: else. Mm, just kind of soak in that for just, a minute. Just,
1: just you know, first of all, to get them in tune. Sure. To each other before I get them in tune to my chanter, but but um, I just so uh that you get that 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 hum, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh and I'll get that going and and then get my channer into it, you know. Yeah. And then and then tune my and then tune my drones to my channer. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, it's I mean there there's when you hear it, when you're in a band and it's it's hard for somebody who's not in a band, I think to get the full I, aspect because sound that behaves differently you know if, whether you're in a band or you're outside of a band right totally. and um but when you're in the band uh and you hear that drone sound uh it's 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 like i said i think i in, in that essay it, it it feels like you could you could raise a roof totally it, yeah. you know the power that's coming out of those drones could lift ceilings and, and and um it's 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 kind of, you know I don't know, it's it's and at the same time it's it's kind of meditative, you know. It's the it's that clean, pure it's hard to you know, put it into words.
0: I mean, but it's no, a, but it's don't a, worry, because I think it's it's, it's it's that clean, pure, um, yeah, absolutely meditative
1: yeah. people get into.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so. um, you're 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 preaching to the choir in so many ways. So you know, I'm sure. <laughs> we since all of us are into this, you know, we're probably all just like nodding and smiling, like, yeah, man, totally, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I I do I do get a little a little bit um. Uh, a little, a little hippy dippy with it. I like, I like thinking about the the possibility that we might be resonating with a uh, some uh, ultra low, unaudible, inaudible oh, frequency yeah. coming some, from uh, Beetlejuice out in the, out yes, the space or yes, you know? somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the, fifty
1: years from now, the the you know the 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 world the. 2011 world championship will come back to us from somewhere. yeah totally universe. exactly yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yep. and if we could have visualized, it would be like the most intricate and beautiful mandala just like emanating from from some spot in outer space that it's bouncing back to us from yeah yeah
1: <laughs> no now we're getting star trek again. here we go
0: it's life but not as we know it <laughs> yeah yeah so so then ted i also um i wonder like and and i mean you know if i'm leaning too much into the writing thing tell me you know I, I i didn't actually intend to go so much in this direction but these questions just keep coming to my mind my my wife is an amateur writer um and i mean amateur as in like she really loves it a lot uh lover of writing and she mm-hmm. uh and she's done like i'm um, you're probably familiar with like nano the yeah uh, uh, i
1: don't take part in it but i i heard it, of i it. should but i don't yeah. and Uh, but I'm familiar with it.
0: So she's done stuff like that. And like, you know, of course she's taken creative writing classes, which will sometimes include things like prompts and, and stuff like that. And, um, I'm just curious if, you know, where the bagpipes have only nine notes, you know, and, and I think you actually mentioned something about this in the essay as well, though I didn't highlight it. So now I'm not sure exactly where it was that, you know, you might expect that a limited, that limitations would make mundane and uh simple music where you can't really you know there's like 12 songs and that's it right but right. instead there's just like you know we all know that there's a lot of things you can do with bagpipes and i'm curious if like in writing too if you sometimes maybe set up uh parameters or like fences almost like do restrictions force creativity you know, yes like, yeah. yes
1: they do and i learned that in my career mm. um uh they do because if you in and, and you have to have those i think mm. to really because if you don't your writing could go anywhere it, it, it could be without mm. shape or <laughs> or um and it it does you 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 kind of have to put parameters or or boundaries mm. on what you're doing uh to force you to look at. Um, new ways of of expressing mm. and so there is there there yeah there has to be some kind of um some kind of uh, boundary mm. uh i i don't know, i'm not sure how be- how best to express it but they i i it, it's it's kind of Counterintuitive initially when you think about it because you think, oh, I should be able to write anything I want, but yeah, but unless there's some form to it, it can't be digested, it can't be consumed, and mm. and and people don't get it. Mm. You know, the ha- it's true with uh, it's true with in many cases with poetry, it's true with um, with uh, with sto- with uh, stories and novels. There has to be some boundary where this story ends, mm. and although in reality the story may go on, there are there's a there's a frame where the story starts and ends, and yeah. and and um, and you have to n- know where that is mm. for for other people to to appreciate it, and and the going back to the idea of sparking creativity, of uh, yeah, there. Y- it's that it's that it's that boundary that makes you look at things alternatively Mm. and and come up with new ideas Mm.
0: are there um are there any tunes in particular that stand out to you that you have learned on the pipes that have been you know especially enjoyable or that uh, you know are just really special to you that you really like especially and also are there any tunes that you've heard that you like so much you would like to learn them but have not yet learned them?
1: You know, the, there's a couple of tunes that I heard Ross Morrow play once and I can't even remember them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish it, uh, I asked him the name and I forgot it because he played it so well. Mm. And um, um, uh, the two. Well my my favorite tune is a tune is a hornpipe called Jimmy Blue.
0: I don't uh, know if I know that one.
1: Four part harm hornpipe. Uh I heard it I had it on a tape um and I think it was Triumph Street that played it. Uh and I just loved the t- I I played the tape over and over and over, you know, for year for a long time, not necessarily years, but but and Andrew finally gave me the sheet music to it mm-hmm. and I learned it. And it's one of my. It's probably my favorite tune.
0: I'm going to look it up. I'd like to know. Yeah, it's it a great tune. Yeah.
1: and um, um, uh, of course, you know. Oh, there.
0: If it if it makes you feel any better, the, Ted, I am terrible at remembering tune names. Yeah,
1: I mean, I could tell you if I wasn't in an, on an interview. Of course, totally. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Th- uh. Um, Trip to Balamina is a, a is another fun one that I we, I learned from that Andrew taught. Uh Trip to Balamina and Poison Dwarf. Uh those two go together real well. Um, I,
0: I I haven't heard Trip to Balamina or at least that I, I don't recall now. The Poison Dwarf though, that's a title you don't forget once you hear it. So that's Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: there's uh tripping up the stairs and uh, oh, yeah. there's an, there's another tune that goes with it that I learned from a, another friend of mine that I can't remember the name of are are uh, you um
0: are, is your learning style strongly sheet music versus ear or is it a blend yes gotcha. yes
1: yeah. uh most of the, most of it is sheet music tunes like uh highland laddie and um I've never I've never I've never seen the sheet music to mm. that tune I've just played it so many times in mass bands that you know I just play
0: it yeah yeah although
1: I don't like it but um <laughs> Uh oh boy. Uh of course Highland Cathedral is a it's a it's a wonderful processional and it's so it's so versatile that you yeah. can use it for anything um and
0: and i don't feel like i you know you mentioned that you know highland wait it was highland laddie you just said you don't you don't particularly like right right yeah Uh and 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 the thing is like i think all of us have like one or two at least a, a few of the common marches that we just would prefer not to play you know it would depend from person to person they might be different but we all kind of have some tunes we get tired of i don't feel like highland cathedral ever gets any kind of hate i think probably all of us have been playing it for a long time and it's still great it's just a really good tune
1: Oh yeah, and it's yeah, it's easy to learn. It's just it's got this majesty to it that that uh, I really like,
0: especially you know. when the drums are going too, right? That da 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 da. Yeah, that, yeah. That, it just is so nice.
1: Yeah, uh, we play it with the Tabernacle Choir. Um, oh
0: yeah, you got man. I years, I, I, years ago. Sometimes I forget about that. You guys have done some cool stuff with that giant choir there in Salt Lake. That is, that's yeah. Gotta be, thats that has got to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, that that was a real rush. Uh, um, this is back in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I wish I I wish I could just pop off all my favorite tunes. You know, to name them. But um,
0: well, you, you know, like just last night, Ted, I was in my backyard playing and just thought to myself, how silly that like several of the songs I played, I should say tunes that I played, right, several of them. I've been playing for like 20 years and I like them and I have no idea what they're called. I just can't, I can't remember. I can't get the (laughs) titles and the tunes together, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they go, you know, it's amazing. Um, how many, they, they, you, you kind of have to, you know, you you hear this tune and you play it for a while and then it's been several years and you got to go back and play it again.
0: Though for some of us, do you know Larry Erdman? Yeah, I swear that guy has got a he, he, a like encyclopedia in his you. brain for pipe tunes. Like, yeah. He, yeah, He hears four bars of something, he can tell you exactly the name, three or four alternative names for it, you know, or, or you give him the name and he can bust out the tune. Like he's he's yeah. one of those people. He and Johnny Minor are both people who I know who just like you can go to them and be like, hey, what's this tune? And they'll probably know exactly what. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I wish I I I wish I had it like that what, that well. I wish it yeah. was that good. But um but yeah, there 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 have been so many over the years. That some of them you you I've got my book full of sheet music, you know, that's about I don't know, an inch and a half um uh, thick. Mm. And uh and there I I go through, oh yeah, this yeah, I remember this and mm. you play it and um you just do it for fun, you know. You, it would be great to be, have a great, great repertoire that you could just pop off anytime yeah. you, you need to.
0: Have you ever felt the impulse, Ted, to um, bust out the highlighter with your book of sheet music in the same way you do <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, ah, no, that's a good passage. No, <laughs> no, not,
1: not, not quite. Yeah. Not quite. Yeah. But um, there, are, there are plenty of good... St- Good tunes out there and yeah uh, i've i've been fortunate to to learn a few of them
0: yeah so well that's that, that's wonderful and and you know like really truly no pressure to to remember exactly which tunes by name, because like i say i I have a hard time remembering myself, and it 's definitely an understandable thing that of course, when you 're put on the spot and asked a question like that that 's when the info all flies you'll you 're going to remember. It, this is just—I'm sure you already know—but pre- prepare for the madness that will come when 20 minutes after we hang up, right. you're, you're gonna think, yeah. Of, "Oh yeah, <laughs> this, this yep. tune." tune.
1: <laughs> well, you you listen to some of the CDs out there, and you think, "Oh yeah, where did they get that?" You yep. know. There's a there's a tune. There's a tune from the 1991 World World Championships, mm. and I can't remember the band, but the name of the tune is O'Rourke's.
0: Hmm.
1: At least that's the what it says on the C D cover, right? Yeah. And I love this tune. Yeah. But I have never been able to find it. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, so if anybody out there knows where I could find that tune, I probably uh it would be great to to hear it and be able to learn how to play it I, but,
0: I i suspect that a lot a lot of us pipers must have this common this experience in common where we are just being driven crazy by like we can hear a snatch of a tune in our head and can't remember what it's called or something like that or we yeah. hear a tune like that in a competition and we go what is that tune and we go on this just hunt right yeah you're like getting on the forums online you're playing the snatches for your friends you're sending them voice memos or playing it when you see each other in person or humming it to each other and being like does anybody know what this tune is yeah was? yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've been there too. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's going
0: to be like the the very piping specific application of AI that we can all look forward to, like some oh. uh, some great great database reader that can understand what we're humming and N- you know and oh, yeah. it dish it up to us. I know this dude. Yeah. Yeah, so so then um Ted if if money were no object uh, but you had to. This has to be like a piping-related thing, whether it's new equipment or or travel or or something. If money were no object, you've got a blank check to spend on piping. What would you do, or what would you get? Um. If, it, if money were no object,
1: can I do more than one thing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do oh. Yeah, absolutely. Give me the whole list.
1: I would, I would probably get a new set of small pipes, mm. and um, I would travel. I would go back to Scotland again, mm. and uh, um, and listen to. Uh, I n- not necessarily go to the worlds, but I would. I would. I would. Uh, Maybe seek out some of the the um, better pipers in Scotland, and mm. maybe you know sit down with them for a bit. I I if, if and and you're you're saying you know this has to be a piping related thing that way. Yeah, that's probably that's
0: right. That's that's the one restriction. To. Yes, that's right. You know, um, speaking speaking of needing restrictions to f- drive creativity, right? Right. That's, those are our bumpers yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would. I would. I would I would seek out a few of the pipers that I know and and want a few lessons. You and
0: know. and with money is no object, you could pay them handsomely for their time. Right, right. <laughs> and do you have Do you have a specific set of small pipes or a maker in mind when you say you get a new set? Or you, would it just be fun to have any kind of new set?
1: Well, I, it,
0: and, and and I love I remember. To, yeah, if you don't say Ross Moral, if you don't say the Morals small pipes, they're going to be offended. So. Just, just throwing that out there. Yeah, right. Well, it's a shameless plug. It's a shameless yeah. plug, right?
1: Um, I love my small pipes. Yeah. And and my problem is, it could, it could be variable. It could be me, actually.
0: That's always the nagging worry in the back of our minds, and, isn't and, it? And, and, wherever,
1: wherever small pipes I play, it'll it'll probably be the same problem. Is it is it? I have a tough time covering the holes. To a degree that I don't get squeaks.
0: Oh sure, yeah. And
1: um, so it's not. I am not sure if it's the maker of my p- small pipes that is the problem, because. Uh, uh, and and so it might be my. It might be me. So I I could get a whole other set of, of moral small pipes mm. made by Ross and Andrew and 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 it, i still may have the same problem. Mm-hmm. But but i i was playing them the other day and i thought, you know, this is it's it's so sometimes it's just so hard to get make sure your fingers are landing right precisely and the whole you know to not have a squeak. Mm-hmm. It, you can't you you know, sometimes you can't even hit these grace notes because you're it, it's just you're it's, just, it's like you're battling your chanter. Mm-hmm. And um and so I, w- I, I, I'm wishing there would be some cure to that. Maybe, maybe I just have to learn something different. Maybe like. I'm looking inward now, you know. And the problem <laughs> is me, not not the pipes.
0: So so maybe the money no object situation is more like pay a top psychologist Ta- to do an evaluation with yeah. you. Maybe well, maybe can pay pay,
1: pi- pay, pay pay one of the top pipers to help me play my small pipes. There you go. You oh, know
0: that that are plastic extensive plastic surgery on your fingers <laughs> to somehow make them perfect <laughs> for small pipes, right? Yeah. I've I've heard I don't I don't have a a C set a set of small pipes in the key of C myself, but they're kind of a hot thing these days. And I've heard some people say that the reason they like them so much is because the finger hole spacing is so comfortable. Which you know I can I can imagine how that could be. Maybe it feels pretty natural for a, a lot of human hands. That
1: might be the way to go.
0: Could be. Yeah. Now now you grew up here in Utah, uh-huh. so I maybe can guess. But how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? that's a travesty interesting see i expected the opposite i feel like a lot of native utahns are into it
1: yeah it's just a plain travesty it's just this yeah pineapple doesn't belong on pizza so
0: you've had to grow up in a difficult place (laughs) for somebody who feels that way
1: (laughs) Uh, how many many times
0: how many times as a kid did you look around and just be like can i just get a slice of pepperoni yeah, no,
1: I, I mean, I it's been a long time since I've had pizza with pineapple
0: on it. Yeah, you can avoid it,
1: huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I yeah, I, I've seen it, but it's yeah, it's like cats and dogs living together. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's it, just it, not natural, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> complete yeah. pandemonium, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so the, uh, I'm just so, you know, I'm going to, uh, try to start directing us toward a graceful close. So if in the back of your mind, you start thinking of something profound to end on, feel free to, but I have a couple other questions first. Sure. Um, you do mention, uh, like in the essay you wrote that you, you play in parks fairly frequently. Now that that's a lovely thing. And I think all of us have done it. It's beautiful for plenty of reasons, but I'm curious is part of the reason that your wife maybe has heard enough. And maybe when your kids were at home, they had also heard enough, and so you kind of needed to get some distance away from the people who you lived with in order to practice your instrument?
1: No, not at all. I, uh, I'll practice in my front, in my backyard um, occasionally if, if it's just kind of a play to play. Mm-hmm. If I just want to play around and, um, I'll, and I, I don't feel like driving over to the park, uh um i i'll go in the backyard and play my neighbors actually love it
0: oh, that's great that's good that you, you um, up I, in a good spot then I, at least they say they do and, <laughs> yeah.
1: and um so I, i'll play in my backyard occasionally but the reason i go to the park is to i what i what i'm concerned about is that i i go to the park to work out the gnarly parts of the tune mm. If, if I'm having trouble with the part of the tune and I need to repeat that, those few measures over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again to get it down, I don't want to do that in my backyard because, because I like my neighbors. It, That's of right? you. Yeah. And so uh, I know that they don't want to hear the, that, that repetition yeah. over and over. So I'll go to the park where I'll, you know, people will still hear it, but it, it's 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 i i have much more room yeah and and um and so i that's where i do a lot of my more serious um work when it comes to coming overcoming something that's bugging me
0: well, that makes sense. You'd think that the people at the park are probably more transient. They're not going to be there for such a long time that your repetitions will drive them crazy. And even if they were, you'll never see them again, right? Who, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean,
1: the, the place where I, park, I, I practice typically is just a quarter, less than a quarter mile from my house. Mm. And and I, and it, there's a picnic table there. There's some volleyball nets. And, um, and there's some baseball diamonds out in the distance. Mm. But... It's not a place like a city park where it has mm. playground equipment gotcha. and people go, people go there. Like to, til- I mean, some some people go there to run their dogs and yeah, and 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 play baseball and stuff like that. But it's not nearly as as packed with people as a city park.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: And and but even in the city park, I think you have a little more leeway. I, I would not necessarily leeway you you don't have to be as i'm not as concerned about it Mm -hmm. as i would be in my backyard where i have i'm i have people yeah people
0: no that makes sense i i i I had a i have a neighbor across the street who was being very generous and, and nice about it right but i do remember when i first realized that like maybe i maybe i was driving people crazy a little bit because he did ask me like what are you getting ready for you know, because he noticed that I was playing the exact same thing over and over and over again for hours on end, day after day after day. <laughs> was yeah. like, I was trying to get a, a two-four march down for a solo competition. He's like, "What? What? What are you training for over yeah, there? What, like, oh, what's going on?" Oh, I see. <laughs>
1: well, people who live by the park, they hear the same thing over and over. Yeah, again. yeah. But I try to mix it up a little bit. I'll I'll go through the the band stuff mm-hmm. for a while, and then I'll start. I'll think of okay. What 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 other tune do I want to play? You know, mm-hmm. I'll play Jimmy Blue. Yeah, yeah. I'll play um, some other tunes. You know, um, Skyboat Song or or mm, or, yeah. or um, Highland uh, Highland uh, uh, Cradle, which is a nice mm-hmm. uh, um, lullaby. Um, uh, and I'll play. Any number of tunes, just to, just for my own enjoyment. At the end uh, of my of my practice time, uh, so, so you give um,
0: them kind of a nice finish.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I usually end with uh, with Amazing Grace mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. That or or um, Ode to Joy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I
1: didn't know you could play Ode to Joy on the bagpipes very well until I met a guy who was with one of the Portland bands, mm-hmm. and he was actually from Utah. And uh, we played together during the pandemic, and um, and he he started playing "Oh De Joy." And I thought, I didn't, oh, I, did, I didn't, I didn't know you could do that. So I started playing
0: it. Any anytime you can get like one of those familiar, pretty Western melodies that happens to use a what, that flat seventh, it's a real relief, isn't it? You're like, oh wow, I can actually do the real thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, with those with the limited palette on yeah. which we have to work. Yeah. Um
0: so. if you if you could go back to any gig that you have played so far in your piping career and redo it either because it was so enjoyable you'd love to do it again or because maybe something happened that you wish you could have done better um what what gig would that be
1: Oh gosh <sighs> Oh goodness um, and I guess
0: I I guess too I, I I do say gig maybe that maybe it doesn't have to be necessarily something that you play yeah performance of any kind uh, n- not necessarily higher, just a time you were playing your pipes I guess
1: yeah um well there've been a couple
0: mm-hmm. uh oh well
1: I'll, the, I'll, tabernacle, uh, the tabernacle the choir thing yeah uh here you're standing in you're standing in a hall. It's holding. That's holding yeah. twenty twenty one thousand.
0: Yeah, tell us about all of it because some of us are familiar. You know, have been to the tabernacle and stuff like that, but some of us haven't. So tell us all about all of it. The, the setting. Well, and it's, the it's, it, it's, it's,
1: it's this is actually the the course the conference center and oh it's, that's right it, it's yeah. a huge building, and and it and it holds twenty one thousand people and it's this huge stage, and but um, but indoors it should be pointed out it's, it's not indoors a, it's not an outdoor. You're, stadium. you're playing with the Utah Symphony. You're playing with the tabernacle
0: choir. Which do you know how many hundreds of members are in that choir There's it's like very, three three hundred
1: some odd people yeah, in that in it's that a choir. Huge choir. Yeah. And um and you're playing with the Utah Symphony and the, Which is a the, full the choir. a full on Yeah, full yeah it's a everything. it's a yeah. world renowned, you know, symphony orchestra. And um
0: did they did they activate the organ while you were there as well? Yeah, as part of it? yeah. So, there, yeah. so you got the pipe that, organ. you
1: got the you've got the organ going, and um, and the place is packed.
0: And then how many pipers and drummers were there too? Was it the whole band? It, it
1: was yeah. So yeah, just it was the, so this is back now. in two thousand five, and and you're standing up there uh, amid the choir, and you're playing Highland. Um,
0: what, was was it Highland Cathedral? Is that what
1: you're playing Highland? One of the songs was Highland Cathedral, and uh, the choir director is just you—he he's pulling it right out of you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, uh, Craig Jessup, just an amazing guy, and uh, and uh, <laughs> and they give you this—they <laughs> give you this standing ovation.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: So. I think I would love to have that happen again. And um on the other hand, uh last year I was playing a solo for mm-hmm. a church group. And I was I was playing um Steam Train to Malig, mm-hmm. And yeah. or, or how do you pronounce it Malig or Malleg? Yeah. Nobody and knows. It's a mystery. But <laughs>
0: Uh, I love that tune, yeah. and I
1: had practiced it like crazy, and I got up there and choked. Oh, I mean, I didn't—I made it through the tune, yeah, but I didn't play it well. Yeah, and uh, and I just—and people knew it, mm-hmm. you know. I, t- I talked to a few people afterward, and they said, "Yeah, we could tell you weren't very happy about <laughs> it." And so I would—if I could do that again better. Yeah. I mean I I've, I I've, uh, the, the next thing I did is after my pipes uh after they forgave me for uh doing so poorly. Yeah. We we got together again and and worked it out and started playing the tune wonderfully. You know, mm. I, I I I played Steve Tame to Malay several times in the park and um and played it pretty well. And so um, I w- I would love to go back and do that over. Yeah. Um, and and so those two things on one end you had this great highlight of your life, mm-hmm. and then on the other end you had this solo performance where you felt, you know, you you just crashed and burned.
0: Yeah. So. I've crashed and burned too. If that makes you feel any better. Um, <laughs> <not also. laughs> that looms large in my mind. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, they, and the somewhere you're in between most of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Ted, um this has been lovely. I've really enjoyed talking with you and if you don't have anything profound to say to take us out on no sweat, we can also end with a dirty limerick or a, a ridiculous badger related knock-knock joke or nothing but uh, No, it's it's that
1: you've heard this before probably. But I'm it's it was it was on the bass drum of the Utah Pipe Band for many years and um but uh, uh it's a it's a simple saying whatever thou art act well thy part